Yeah. Yo, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Oh my goodness, hap, ha, happy new year It's Romesh and Tom, aka the, the, the wolf the, finale the, the, you, you forgot the, you forgot that No, it's just I realised that I said it's Romesh and Tom Which would be the owl and wolf yeah, sense, yeah. Which we, we we messed around with for a while as a name, but no, I mean for a very short time it doesn't work, does it? The Alan no, Wolf, the no, the no, yeah. the, the Alan Wolf podcast. It, just, it was wrong. It's funny, it? I don't think, this... I reckon. I think it would be half as successful if that's what it was called. What? It's called the Alan the Wolf. Yeah, I'm playing. Actually, very talking about that, the word successful. Do you think as well, right? Someone said to me the other day that they didn't like the Wolf and Our picture that we have as our picture logo for the podcast. Mm. Mm, mm. loads of people re- have sort of mentioned to me that they didn't realise that that was actually us and what are you talking about well they, they didn't think number one I still don't have a picture on my, our podcast page for a long time it was that weird old man well not so weird but yes but yeah actually, but now you've just got a blank thing haven't you yeah. yeah yeah which sort of feels quite strange then I also kind of like it because it's kind of that sort of cool ambiguous like on the edge lord type thing yeah, because one of the things that I always think about is you're so enigmatic. It's difficult to know what you're about. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm on, sort of... on Instagram, you're so mysterious. You're one step below just putting up a story about how you've taken a shit one morning. Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair, I think I have done that over Christmas. Mm. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. I liked your I liked your time lapse of your uh, assault bike. Did you really? Nice. Did you? Yeah. Did you enjoy that? It was, was it thirty uh... seconds on, thirty seconds off. Yeah. Yeah, have you yeah. done the assault bike? Yeah, I have. I don't like it. I, I mean, like I don't. It. I mean, I don't like it. The reason I don't like it is the reason that it's good. I guess is that it feels horrible. It's uh, um, it's an absolute burner, man. It's a killer. Yeah, well, I kind of like it's an bike. assault. Yeah, it's assault on your body and your mind. Yeah, is We're that your that... bike? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got it. So down. you own an assault bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone else went for wow. pelotons. So I went for an assault bike. Yeah, no, you're edgy like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's 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 the kind of decision a guy who doesn't have a picture on his uh, podcast would. Uh, yeah, that's the kind of guy that people thought was an old man for yeah. a long time. That's the kind of thing that he does. Uh, also, about to say that old man was amazingly successful, but that old man yeah, was certainly sort of like right, but certainly not live. Um, yeah. Well, how, 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 in the future, there might be there might be another Tom Davis that has your photo up as their photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. How great it is that. The legendary Tom Davis, who uh, did so many great things, is now my photo. You know, that, yeah, that yeah. might happen in the future. Yeah. I, th- I think it's less likely with Romesh Ranganathan, if I'm oh, honest. Do you know what? There's, there is another Romesh, if you Google, you know, that comes up, isn't there? Well, there is more than one Romesh. Yeah, there's a Romesh that used to play sh- for sh- cricket for Sri Lanka. Yeah, he's, I think he's the one who comes up. He's quite successful, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Is it quite yeah, a, is yeah. it quite a, in Sri Lanka, is it quite a sort of common name, Romesh? It's not as common as Ramesh, I don't think. Ramesh, by the way, my, I, if I had a pound for everyone who comes up to me and says, your mate Ramesh, she's really funny. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd be, yeah, I'd have a thousand pounds at least. Yeah, okay. 
And I was thinking, um, that's such a big thing to say because it's a real big compliment, but you've got his name completely wrong. That's yeah. like if someone went up to you and said, cool, you know what I like is your mate Tim. Well, actually, Tom, over Christmas, um, it almost sounds like I'm making this up, but it's genuinely true. Uh, I went for I went for uh, and uh, went out for a curry for mm-hmm. my mother-in-law's birthday on New. Yeah. It's actually on New Year's Eve, yeah. and um, I was in the toilet, and uh, a guy walked and went, "Oh my god, you're the comedian, aren't you?" I said, "Yeah, I'm a comedian." He goes, "Mo, whoa, mm. wow!" He thought for a second he thought I was Mo Gilligan. Well, to be um, fair, that's, that's a bit of a compliment in a sense. Mo's a good-looking guy. He's a very good-looking guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah it's a, I mean, I can't imagine Mo will be happy to hear that. No, and, but, um, and also, there's quite a lot of differences between you and Mo. I would say that you looked. If I was going to go, oh yeah, who does Robert look like, or who does Mo look like? There's not a lot of similarities, is there? No, I'd say it's. It'd be less of a surprise if you said Tom Davis. Genuinely, yes. No, I'm not joking. Yeah, like, like, oh, oh, yeah, plugs. <laughs> There is like yeah. Oh, we got to do we got to do this fake thing now where I sort of know. But uh, how was your Christmas and New Year? No, well, Christmas. Catherine got ill just before Christmas, so oh. we had to miss a few uh, engagements and a few things we were going to do. But then, um, lovely. Yeah, we thought about we thought about saying that as well, but <laughs> we ended up turning up to stuff. Um, quite late though, when you turned up to some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, right. So the great bleep bleep happened, yeah, uh, which we can now reveal was the twenty seventh of December at the Grove, which was lovely. Uh, um. It was, it was, it was. Eventually, it was lovely. However, uh, the 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 satnet, whatever it's called, ways, whatever you want to call it, I love says, the way you could satnet still. You're Tom Tom. I love it if you still had the Tom Tom. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the um the, the cartographer that we consulted on how to get there. <laughs> Uh, suggested it would take an hour and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, we gave it two hours. Yeah. And in the end, it took just over three, I think, yeah. to get to, to you. And uh, w- w- look, that was one thing. I, I, f- I felt very guilty. Yeah, but, but first I, of all, I got. I was. I felt really bad for you. Well, I didn't feel like you felt that bad. But I, I, I would say initially, what was quite <laughs> well, annoying. One of the things that was really annoying was, right? Because I thought yeah. at first you were texting out. <laughs> I'm probably going to be in there about quarter past two, um, which was 15 minutes late, right? Yeah. So I'd sort of started by this time because you had you were late arriving. I'd started chatting to um, other people around us, like other tables. Mm. Um, uh, and then I was sort of saying, oh, my mate's going to be here, but he's going to be late. It's quite funny to wind him up when he gets here. Um, and obviously then it sort of, that time got later and later. Then I started feeling bad yeah. about the fact that, because I could tell you were quite anxious and then well, I, took... I, I just felt I, I thought you were there with Catherine and Grace. I just thought it's a bit out of order that you're having to sit there. Um, you're probably on your fourth meal by that stage. Well, no, I, we held back for like until 25 past. We gave yeah. it 25 minutes, and then I was like, we can't sit here with no food. It's on a massive no. table, on a ba- no. essentially a banqueting table. A lot no. of people come out. Exactly Why right. have you got such a big table? I was like, well, yeah. yeah, my friends are really late. There's been an accident on the 25. Yeah. So. Um, and then when we did turn up, well, uh, the the thing that you sent me that really stressed me out was it ended up that we were going to get there for, we're supposed to be there at two, we're getting there for quarter past three. And about quarter two, three, you informed me that the buffet <laughs> buffet closed at half past three. So when we arrived, it was basically fucking supermarket sweet. 
it so was it was Lisa, like, me and the kids running around the thing trying to oh, grab you know, one of the sweetest things, things I've seen in a long time is you getting Lisa her food I thought it was really lovely yeah well I'd actually but she actually commended me on my selection yeah no, no, it was but, a really yeah. sweet sign of like her face when she saw that you'd done that was really lovely it was a real moment well, I mean, let's put this into full context so it doesn't like it's another example of a, a, a bloke taking credit when he doesn't deserve it. I'd let Lisa park the car and I'd come in with the kids. Yeah, because Lisa so would the, the very least I could do was get... I mean, the idea that I would not get her food, yeah. when she comes and sits down, we're all chowing down and then the buffet's closed. That's a, <laughs> that's a scenario that I don't even want to fucking... That would have been, my yeah. worst nightmares, yeah. So, um, you know, the, the, her positive reaction is possibly a sign of her low expectations of... Well, do you of think there's a world where there? Lisa thought that you wouldn't get her food? No, if, I said I, I told her I told her I'd grab her something. <laughs> it's I, I, so I, bad I, I did if she'd come walking in and you and the boys were chowing down, really enjoying your food, and um, she'd gone, oh, did you get me something? And you were like, no. And then the buffet, the, the buffet had been closed. And then she'd go, oh, God. What a horrible afternoon that would have been. <laughs> But um, I, I did feel a bit of pressure. Yeah, of course. You're, you're, you're a vegan selecting food for a, quite a big meat here. Like someone who's... She's not a big, she's not, she's not a big well, meat eater. So. She likes meat though, right? She, meat. she does like meat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so you're... Um, so I did feel a bit yeah. of pressure. Yeah. yeah. Is it I felt so move? much pressure. Somebody came up to me to try and talk to me and, and I was under such pressure to get this food. I, I'm slightly nervous that I wasn't as polite as I could have been. I was polite. But I wasn't as effusive. Were you more polite to the person who... Well, look, the person said, like, came up and said, aren't you a famous comedian or something, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I Which is always, I find, like, that's a bit like negging, isn't it? He knows who you are, they know who you are, and they're doing it. So. Well, I don't know that for sure. He, it, it, wasn't, it didn't look like an act to me. It looked like oh, really? somebody had said to him, that's a comedian over there, and then he came over to find out wow. who it was. That's what it felt like. Anyway, the long and the short of it is I wasn't happy with my response. No. Um, How were you with the guy who came out to you in the toilet with the Mo gate? Fine. Totally fine. I said to him, it's not Mo, it's, it's Ramesh. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Even then, as I said it there, it sounds worse than how I said it. Did, I went, no, you, it's, it's Ramesh. Did you laugh or...? Did I laugh? I don't think I did laugh, no. I mean, I was sort of washing my hands immediately post-piss. Yeah, yeah. And also, I was in there with Charlie and I was a bit concerned about... Well, I just wanted to make sure Charlie washed his hands properly. So that yeah, felt yeah. like, uh, weirdly, for someone like me, that's a high-pressure situation. Yeah, also, it's a so, weird situation to be in there with your son and someone just sort of starting a full-blown conversation, getting you sort of... Yeah, I feel like toilets... I, I feel like toilets are not... I just sort of feel... I don't feel comfortable talking in toilets. I mean, I, I, think, I, I, think, I think... I think toilets should be a quiet... That's why I've started using cubicles. I won't use urinal because people have started talking mm. to me at the urinal and I fucking hate... I, I love a chat, you know, it, you know, yeah, I love to chat, meet new people, but I think the toilet should be a quiet zone. Unless it's an emergency or something really bad happens right in there, then obviously... When, when, we, when we came to meet you, bearing in mind that, like, you know, obviously Lisa and, and, and Catherine have met a few times yeah. now, but did you, do you feel any pressure in those situations? Of, no, the really, Coming no. together of the two great clans? No? No, 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 no. no I sort of felt mm. quite relaxed. So I think as well because a lot of the pressure had sort of fallen on you in the end because you were so late. I'd obviously picked the yeah. venue, but you were so yeah. late. I knew that we'd have banter Well, to you start. were kind enough to pick a venue that was, what, seven minutes from your house. So you were on time. <laughs> I did think that, actually. I thought, oh, shit, next time we do this, we should probably go somewhere that's 
Mm. Uh, sort of half and half. Yeah. Because Lisa, who I'd say Lisa's one of the loveliest people I've ever met in my life, but Lisa's face when I said that I lived like 15 minutes away was... Yeah. yeah. Well, that was talked about on the way home. <laughs> Lisa, that's... I'm only really joking, it wasn't really. Yeah. But I, I, um, I, I, but the other thing that happened was that we had a little wander around, went into the games room. Yeah. That was nice, wasn't it? And yeah, then we nice. went and sat down and had a nice little bit of afternoon tea. Yeah. Uh, well, I had, a, I had a cocktail, actually. Yeah, you were yeah, drinking, actually. You really got loaded up. Yeah, well, well I just, it's just that I like the... the, the, the I, I, I just wanted a little Christmas cocktail. I, I didn't get drunk. No, no, I, no it was I, a cute I, thing, I though, when you ordered your mojito. Yeah. Was it mojito or margarita? Margarita. Margarita, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a cute little thing when you went and got a piece of panettone, not realising it was seven quid. That was insane, by the way. That was like I've actually written an email about that. Why? Because it doesn't show the same. It was seven pounds. Like, so I didn't go. And get it a does panettone. say there was a. Let's, sign let's there. get a story right. Number one, Grace and I. You know, Grace was running right in that place, which was sort of quite embarrassing. Like, you know, she's a two-year-old, but she likes to have her voice heard. I'm going to tell you this now. I thought she was behaving impeccably. Oh, I think you. for a child of that age, I think that was perfect behaviour. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. You can't expect them. You can't, you can't expect Grace to be sat down quietly engaging oh, no, 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 in but she's running polite around. Christmas conversation. Well, I think it's because I'm seven pound in the heart. Well, you are because you you kindly got that um, the coffee and mm. stuff. But the but she basically went up and was pointing at the panettone, even though she just had uh, a big buffet meal. I mean, she's her father's daughter. I'm proud of that. And then she was pointing at this panettone. So I thought I'll grab a bit out. There was no price on it. It just said panettone. Got her a piece of the panettone. Um, yeah. And then uh, sat down to eat. And then I was informed that it was £7 a pop, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. It's a lot of money. It's yeah, for a piece of panettone. panettone. Did you have a bit? Uh, well, I had, we finished it in the end as a family. Right. We, yeah. Well, you suppose you have to when you forked out that amount. Well, of seven, well yeah, £7 for a piece of panettone. You're not leaving it on the plate, are you? No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if, I, if I was honest, Grace had about three bites. I was a part of me tempted to see if I could take it back, cut round the bits that she'd sort of sucked on. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, but it was very nice. It was very nice, wasn't it? It was. The boys were lovely. Yeah. Well, can I say how well, like watching your boys, how love, like genuinely, how respectful and like there was. A, so we went in that games room, and there was one. I mean, I, I think we call it game. We played fast and loose with the word games room. There was one. When I had a quick scan of it. All I saw was that car game. And well, I you, you made it out like we were going into some sort of high-level arcade, is, is the impression that you'd give Yeah, me. and what I felt mean, really bad you, is the level that you Alex... Moved the you alphaed the group into that room. <laughs> um, Alex and Charlie sprinted nearly the whole way there on the pretense. Yeah. And also quite sort of... They just got back from New York where I'm sure there's loads of cool arcades and stuff, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you ever say something and... Uh, Instantly regret it. Well, I don't know why you regretted that. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, it I felt think, like you enjoyed I've it. I've never been that to New York. Like no, no, that was, that was a laugh of shame. I've never been to okay. New York. Um, right. So the idea that there's loads of cool arcades and that's what you had, like, New York is essentially a big version of sort of like New Key or Brighton. Yeah. Just arcades everywhere. That tickled you? No, no, just because just it's just that's, yeah. In a sense, mm. like my look at the way I look at New York is a bit how Tom Hanks in Big would have looked at New York. Yeah, that's how I sort of still want New York to yeah. be. That's how that's how it is. Really? Yeah, I, I feel like you know whenever you go, whenever I go to New York, because it's been in so many films or whatever. Yeah. And because you've there's so many things that have become iconic about that city. You always feel like I always feel like a bit of a kid when I go there. Well, and then going there in Christmas, twenty twenty four would be go to, to go. Me and you go to New York together. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. So, uh, what, just the two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Just go for like a long weekend. I don't know, just hang out, do fucking cool. Like, I don't know, like rent an apartment like he does in big and have all like the big fucking inflatables and like fight them and stuff. And then like... Yeah, no. that feels like that feels like something we're better off doing in the UK in terms of the costs involved. <laughs> um, Going all the way there to spend two days in a room. No, no, inflatable we'll, in it. No, no, we'll hang about like we'll go and, like I don't know, have pizza, go and see like you know some of the sites, Statue of Liberty and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, Central Park, Central Park as well. Um, yeah. yeah, probably just sort of like yeah, probably do a couple of gigs while we're there. Just have a bit mm. of a laugh. Just like take the yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> just take the brakes off and just go fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. What's the drinking scene like in New York? Well, the drinking scene's very different to how it is in the UK. I, I mean, like that, they don't drink with everything in the way that we do in the UK. I don't think it's not like I didn't see any pubs. I don't think this was all bars, it more like cool bars. Yeah, and and like they don't. It's just not like I didn't. I very you don't see people on the sesh. I have. But do you think that, that is like just like mainly an English thing? I think so. You're I think this, more well travelled than we are. Like I am. I'm no, but like, I, I do think it is more of a British, like it, maybe a British thing rather than English. But like, I do think so. Like, I feel like drink doesn't dominate proceedings in the way that it does. Because all my travelling, right, essentially, is going to places that you go to as a lads' holiday, right? Or right. subsequently, where me and Catherine are going on holiday, which is places that other English couples go on holidays, like. Yeah, I've, 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 I think I've been out of Europe twice. So when I look at, like, the places I've gone, I think, like, fucking, like, and I, I would, if you went, oh, yeah, people, I go, oh, everyone, everywhere you go, people are on the fucking piss. Everyone's always getting drunk. And then I break it down. I think, well, that's no, just us, this English, Irish, and Scottish, and Welsh. We're all just doing that. Yeah. Like, it's seldom that I go, oh, yeah, I got smashed with a bunch of Greek geezers. Do you know what I mean? Like, in fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. in roads. So now I look at it in the world and I think, is that just something that we just, is that our stamp now uh, as a nation that we... I think it might be an unfortunate uh, signature for us, yeah. Maybe. So even in, say, if you went to New York, would there be like... Because, so for example, I was looking at this year uh, when, like, UFC Vegas Fight Week in July. I was like, fuck it, I might go over there, maybe it's a pal's birthday, come up to 50, a group of us might go... And I'm like, but that would just be a load of Irish and English because Conor McGregor's fighting, so it would just be a load of people. It won't be... When I went to Vegas before, it was like... I, I don't think I saw that many Americans getting on it. It was more other English people. No, but I think in, I think in Vegas people get... I mean, look, look. To, to, I don't want to make it out like there's no drinking in New York. That's obviously bullshit. Like, I, I, went, I went to... When I... Like, earlier on in the year, last year... I did a show at, uh, in New York, and then I, the, I had a DJ, Stips, this DJ called Stips, who was doing the support, and he was playing at a club afterwards, like this hip-hop club. So I went, I went with him afterwards, and people were drinking, but what I would say is, like, it didn't feel like... It just didn't feel like people were on it. Like, they, what I mean is, it didn't feel like everybody was smashed. Do you know what I mean? Like, it might be my perception, but there are a couple of drunk people, but it didn't feel like... It's just people weren't battered. They were having you know, a nice like time. That but it, is the thing, right? You think, like, for us, that culturally, we'll go out and just... Have an, I'm saying a Sunday afternoon, right? Yeah. The only reason I didn't have any beers when we were out with you is literally because I'd just got over the flu, Catherine just got over the flu, and I was feeling like shit. Like, I'd feel like yeah. I'd literally just, yeah. 
Um, but usually if I go out for And also you I'd... only really do that with sort of friends you know you're going to have a good time with, right? Well, you know. No. You, I mean, you made it very clear it was going to be sort of very quick. There's, there's no danger of this turning into a thing. Jeremy. If you want to play King Prick, I'm more oh. happy. Uh, the reason it was very quick is because you were an hour and a half late. Like, yes. I'd planned from two o'clock, we sit down, we have a lovely lunch, like, you know, head of the table, I'm just there cracking some jokes. Obviously, then Grace wanted to sit head of the table, which is fine. Um, I yeah. Also, can you say this one of the sweetest things? Even you had a tear in your eyes when I went, look, I put a seat here right next to me for you, so you could sit right next to me. Yeah, that was actually very cute. It was yeah. very cute, yeah. yeah. And, you were, and also, I should say, you were kind enough to pay for the uh, for the lunch. Well, yeah, I mean, I haggled um, a deal on that. Cause... Yeah, you managed to get half off for us, didn't you? <laughs> well, yeah, because you were only there for half the time. So yeah. the whole thing of that is it's a buffer. You can eat all you can. And I looked at your sweet boys, and I thought they haven't eaten all they could. No, that's not actually. Right. To be fair, I will say Charlie. By the way, I looked at. I was very proud of Charlie. Mm. Charlie used every second in there for the good of the buffet. Nothing went past. Charlie him. is uh, one of the most uh, prolific eaters I've ever seen. Is that yeah, incredible? Incredible young man. When it and comes and, to buffet, and will try anything. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. But um, he, so he, he, he was the only one out of your 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 mob, out of your gang, out of your family. Yeah. He managed to get two plates from the savoury selection, from what I can see. Yes, he did. And about three plates from the dessert selection. Yeah, yeah, he really did tuck in. Yeah. It was, uh, it was great work for yeah. the little man. Well, I, I, I actually felt at one point like saying to the guy who I had to do this, guy, look, you know what, out of pride, that young man over there I'll pay full price for because like, he ate. He ate two hours worth of food. Yeah, you didn't though, did you? No, no, no. No, no, no you, paid, you paid half price for him. Yeah. <laughs> And he um, did eat two hours worth of food for even, I'd say, a decent adult. Yeah, no, he was good. He's good. Yeah, He's yeah. good like that. He yeah. packs it away. Yeah. How, uh, how was your New Year's? Chilled, mate. I mean, not as bad. Chilled, very chilled. Me and Catherine actually had that thing where we had, like, a shoot inquiry on what, like... It's a hard one because obviously Grace is of an age where you're not celebrating too much. Cause, no. You know, she goes to bed. Um, and then we just sat there and it was like nine o'clock and we thought we should have probably arranged to do something or sort of at least. We had a takeaway. Lovely Chloe. Can I actually shout out, by the way, so a listener of this, after I bemoaned the fact there was no decent uh, Indian restaurants near me, got in touch on Instagram, DM me and gave me a restaurant and since subsequently I've had it six or seven times it's one of the best curries I've ever had in my life so for that thank you uh, yeah and all based on how many times you've been thank you on behalf of the restaurant as well yeah, I, got yeah. in touch with I will say this actually as well Rob. my fucking neighbours um, have I told you the fox story uh, on here no so I, when I've moved into this where I live now um, I was here for about a month and a half and I was playing in the front garden with Grace and my neighbour came over, right? And he said, uh, oh, hello, um, you know, you, you, you people have moved in. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But he said, all right, yeah. Have you um, have you had a fox, a big fox, that's come in your garden um, at all? And I went, oh, yeah, I've seen the fox, like, he's come in. He, he had a poo in that garden the other day. Me and my daughter will watch him and laugh. And he went, hmm, we've never had a problem with foxes until you moved in. No, he did not say I that. swear, I swear now. I swear, mate. I was like, "What the f- what?" And he was like, "We've not, I've not, we've not had a problem with fox. like I've brought foxes to the neighbourhood." I don't know if it was what was he, what was he what 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 about your behaviour would encourage foxes? I don't know. 
Like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, is this this thing? Is it? Is it your? Is it that matter? I was out in front of my house in a, in a vest top and a pair of shorts. Were you eating a lamb chop on the drive? <laughs> I, I have been at the front eating with Grace's, yeah. I mean, he can see me in the front garden. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I will just be in a pair of short, like football shorts and a pair of sliders. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that is my way. Um, mm. that, it, that's, by the way, that's where the weather's coming, not now, like now. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. 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 And, and I don't think that behaviour encourages foxes. If anything, it's a deterrent. <laughs> it's like a, so I thought at that behaving point... like some sort of scare fox. At that point, I thought... This is going to be. This is this is the first interaction I've had with this guy, and he was. And he's Were quite angry. No, I, I, do you know what? This is a weird thing to say, but I can't. There's a part of me that kind of thought, "Oh, sh-, like we." I've moved from like a new estate where we were sort of part of a bit of a community, and sort of everyone had moved there at the same time, and I felt sort of, you know, more. It was more people that I got on with, and sort of probably from similar backgrounds. Mm. He clearly quite. He's a bit more upper class, I guess, middle class. Um, so so my, I, I was like, I could probably take that sort of um, sneer. You know, I'm, I've had that most of my life. My, my worry was, oh, my God, is this how Grace will be treated? On the, because it, it's a sort of mark on class, I guess, like the fact that, you know, he, the way he talked to me was sort of quite, a, I, yeah, I know what it is to be talked down to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 45. I talk. Yeah, I come from. I come from, and I am what I am. But I was like, oh, okay. Is this? And I, I think, yeah, it's fair to say I'm pretty civil to most people. I'm pretty chatty to most people I meet in my life. I'm always trying to be as nice as I can. But I was like, this guy thinks I'm scum. That's that's how I sort of the way he spoke to me, the way he acted. Mm. So, um, so then on New Year's night, uh, at like half twelve, like. They started having these fireworks that are like, I swear on my life, at first, when the first one went off, I thought that boiler had exploded. The, hat, the glass in the house shook, the window shook, right? Mm. I'm like, the fuck is that? So straight away, checking on Grace. Making is sure this at midnight? 12.30. Right. Actually, oh, 12, later? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. so then I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I genuinely, I've been around fireworks a bit. I know fireworks, right? Jesus I say, Christ, did you actually say that out loud? <laughs> So I, I, I go, I go to where the sounds coming from, which is towards yeah. his side of the house. And yeah. He's in the back garden with all his friends smoking cigars and having fucking whatever, fucking whiskey or some shit. Um, having this, you know, I open the window and they let off another two, and I'm like, I, I wanted to shout something derogatory or horrible, and I think I can't. What would you have shouted? Do you think? Fucking stop the fireworks, you fucking silly old. <laughs> Yeah, nice. That's quite derogatory. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, I think, by the way, fireworks isn't someone who had a dog. I think fireworks are really irresponsible. I think fireworks are... My dog. I, thought we, I thought we'd moved beyond people having fireworks in their back garden. I thought it was just you go to a display. Yeah, I did, I yeah. I didn't realise... So anyway... I, I didn't um, realise they're still outlaws fucking setting them off in their back garden. Well, this anyway. guy didn't turn around and said... Uh, he went, oh, that's enough for one night. We'll get the rest of these out for the wedding. Oh. God. He was like, I think his son, he was just, yeah. How long were you listening for? I was out there probably for about a minute and a half, just waiting to, okay. yeah, yeah. Because I was waiting, if I'm honest, I heard the two. I had to get enough proof yeah. it was them. Then I was like thinking, do I go down and fucking go into the garden? So what the fuck are you doing? Like it's mid, yeah. half mid Did you really do that? Yeah. I've done that before with people having loud music mm. playing, yeah. Mm. 
but then I thought, no, just leave it. So I just closed the window and sort of then lay in bed till about fucking two o'clock in the morning, just laying there, just feeling very Fearing. like I should have said something and I didn't. Did you did you think about six or seven things that you could have said? That you oh didn't? yeah, yeah. I, I George yeah. stands George Costanza the yeah. shit out of that moment. Yeah, I was just yeah. laying in bed, just and also just thinking I'll never be. I can't bring this up in six months if there's an altercation about fucking foxes or bins or something. Mm. I can't turn around to him and say, "Oh yeah, by the way, New Year's nice one, dickhead." No, that you've was got yeah, yeah, that's gone. Mm. Also, by the way, like I didn't realise. By the way, so as I was cycling bin in the week between Christmas and New Year, I didn't realise mm. that wrapping paper wasn't recyclable. Isn't it? No. So now I've got to go to the dump today because they didn't take my fucking recycling. Yeah. And also, this is really bad. And I feel that my other neighbours are very sweet woman, uh, a very lovely person. I had so much, obviously, because of grace and fucking shit that you, you know, we accrue and we try and get. So I put some of my recycling in her recycling bin, and they didn't take her. Did bin you either. check with her first? No, because it was like a last snap, last minute decision. Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I feel absolutely mortified. Like, I would not have said that on the podcast. What, really? What, like, some, you just, you stuck your recycling in some woman's bin? Yeah, because to get rid of it, she had like half a bin. Yeah, but you don't know, she might have been bringing out some more later on. No, no, this was, I could hear, I could see the truck at the end of the street. Okay, fine. So I was like, if I, I throw it here. Yeah. I guess it's sort of all right. Have you told her? Have you talked to her? Yeah, about I went straight down when, when her bin wasn't taken either. Oh, like they, they didn't take either of our bins, so I had to take. Because they're both overflowed, they're too full. No, no, because I put wrapping paper in her bin. Oh my god! <laughs> so I had to go down and say to her like, "Oh, um, yeah, uh, they haven't taken your site either." So not her. only not only did you put stuff in her bin, you'd rendered her bin uncollectible. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the stuff that you'd put in. Yeah, that is fucking bad man. well now I've got to take so all of how did she how did she respond she's such a lovely woman she was like oh my god yeah yeah um, what do we do now and I said well look I'll take my stuff and also your stuff um, that was don't, in yours don't, first of all do not even the, I hope you didn't phrase it like that like that was an offer of assistance that should be the very fucking least I could do the absolute the absolute least I could do is take that for you so I said, I'll, I'll take everything that's in your bin. I'll bag it up and I'll take it to the dump. Right. Yeah. So you're doing that today? Yeah, I'm off there today, yeah. Well, she's all right about it. So, so, so she's is so that lovely. Both... She's an absolute... Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, you'd have to say that. Also, I did the thing of like, like going, what about again with the fireworks as well? Oh, I tried to turn her against him. Well, yeah, she, she said, oh, he always says fireworks at that time. It's, it's very loud. It's not very nice if you've got pets. I said, all, all small children. Yeah, so... I think we've got a common enemy here. Mm. Um, I feel I feel genuinely mortified about that last bit, and I feel like now I should do a real like random act of kindness. I, by the way, she lives alone. I have invited her to all the family parties we've had. She came to the first one. Hasn't been back since. But uh. no, well, yeah, I don't blame her for that. <laughs> wow. Okay. How was your year? Uh, my New Year's was good. I uh, went for a run with the Swan. Oh, nice. In the morning. And oh, big news about, um, are you going to talk about the marathon or? Well, no, I wasn't going to, no. Oh, okay. Uh, no, Lisa and I have signed up to do a half marathon. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Well, well, let's see if we actually manage it. But, um, hey, I, I think you put your mind to everything, you accomplish it. That's all I'm saying about you. Well, that's very kind of you, but the question is, am I going to put my mind to it? That's that's the big... Yeah, but once you enter something, I've never known you back out. 
I mean, that's not true. I mean, that's not true. Right, I've backed yeah, out loads of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've, pro- I, I, I've backed out of more social meetings than I've attended. That's right, yeah. If I'm honest with you, with The Grave, I was genuinely worried that you would turn up in the end. Yeah. I was worried this is an Well, you sort of were intimating to me that you were going to leave. No, I wasn't. I was, mate, I'd have seen it. I, if you'd arrived at nine o'clock that night, I'd still been there, even if it was on my own. Grace is taking, Catherine's taking Grace home. That's what I said to Lisa. I said to Lisa, Lisa said to me, should we just tell him we're turning around? Because it's a nightmare. I said, listen, trust me, we need to go. That guy needs this. He needs us to be there. Just keep going. I don't care how bad the traffic gets. Just keep driving. Um, so uh, anyway, we did a run in the morning and then we went out for Lisa's mum's birthday. Yeah. Went to this local curry house. Uh, <laughs> can I ask you a question? Lime pickle or mango chutney? What, what's mango your Mango chutney favorite? all day, every day. Yeah, mango chutney. Lime pickle is... <sighs> I just think it's delightful. You're Do you obsessed not like with lime pickle? Yeah, I don't mind it. I'm not obsessed with lime pickle. I just think it's it's delicious. Do you know Dennis Fernandez is obsessed with lime? Uh, yeah, the sound so, guy yeah, in yeah, our tools. Yeah, he's obsessed Whenever we go to an Indian restaurant, he'll ask specifically for extra lime pickle. Yeah, but and also... Then, he... Not only that, he's so into it that he's a bit guarded with it. Yeah, and you also, he won't even, like, the rest of the meal can be absolutely banging, but the thing he'll take away from nearly every curry I've yeah, been for three or four, he'll, he'll just away. be the, the level of the light pickle. Yeah, and that, that'll be how he assesses the restaurant in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very rare that they make it in-house, I would say, so it feels like an unfair assessment. But Yeah. But did I you, actually... I, did you go with your light pickle when everyone else is on mango chutney? Like, are, no, you, no. are you... Do you have an air of strawberry towards mango chutney? No, I like mango chutney. Okay, good. I, I, mango chutney and lime pickle are my two go-tos, and then yeah. I sort of alternate between them. Sweet, savoury, sweet, savoury, sweet, savoury. Oh, nice. You know? That's classic. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that the poppadoms are the highlight of my meal. That's wow. how often are when you go to an Indian. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all about the naan. I love the poppadom, but I'm all about the naan, baby. Really, yeah. What <laughs> kind of naan do you go for? I mix it up. To, look, I went through a phase of like getting the more stuffed naans, like the meat stuff mm. and, and whatever. But now I, I'm a classicist. I like a good, just a plain or a garlic naan. Yeah. yeah I, I think, good yeah, show. a love, lovely puffy naan that you could just put your head on and get a good little sleep in if you had to. Mm. I can quite like it, baby. Tell you what was magical is at the end of the meal, they put these little, they brought out a dish and they had what looked like little mints on them. Right. Right. And then they poured hot water on them and they expanded oh, into... I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. Charlie, it was so cute, man. He'd lost his mind. He'd oh, never wow. seen it before. Wow. And like, so I was watching somebody see it for the first time. It was incredible. He's just like, what? What? It's like he'd watched a magic trick. Yeah. It was, it was, it was amazing, man. That's a beautiful thing, that sense of wonder. Yeah. Because yeah. even now, I don't know the science behind that. It is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it does look quite cool, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I no, say... that's one of the things I think in humanity is like, like the first time, like the other day we saw a ladybird fly, like just bowl about for a bit and then he, like it took a, just run a little run and then started flying and Grace was like that. Mm. She was it's full of wonder with it. Like she looked at me, wow, like that. And I thought, you know what, I, I can't remember the last time I thought that about anything. No. I can remember the last time I got angry about something or annoyed about something. But the last time I actually I can't, I can't, I, wow, Can I say something? Wow. I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I got angry about something. Really? Yeah. Are you I joking? I didn't tell you. No. 
I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I got angry. Like, annoyed is one thing, but to get genuinely, like, I'm not, angry. Yeah, not angry, angry, but annoyed, pissed off. Get pissy about saying. So, like, it was like, I couldn't smart. Tell you, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you the last time I lost my temper. No, 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 but I, what I mean is something that smarts you for a couple of hours and you feel inferior and quite pathetic. No, I mean, feeling inferior and pathetic, I can't tell you the time I didn't feel like that. Uh, um, <laughs> no, but you know that moment where you just, like, it creeps up in you and you're like, oh, man. Like the fireworks or the, the bins being... I mean, the bins, look, I'll, I'll take a little bit of the blame for. But... Mm. Well, you can, I think you have to take all the blame for that, Tom. <laughs> yeah, but I, why is wrapping paper not fucking recyclable? I swear when I brought it, it said it's recyclable. Yeah, well... I don't think the uh, woman living next door to you saw that sign when she bought it because she didn't buy it. She was just a bit. Yeah, yeah. I do feel for her. How, how, how many days ago was that? Just a couple of days. So I've got to go down with you after this podcast and empty a bin out. Okay. And then empty my own bin out. Yeah. Well, well done for, you know, doing that. I, I guess, I, do you, you know, think it's a bad to... thing if I knock on the door after the, old, the bin's done? All down there. Down no, I don't think I don't think you should do that. Okay, I think you sure. just do it without yeah. ceremony. Oh, well, like it's a and sort of uh, like a superhero that's come in the night and helped her out, and then. Yeah, well, I, I would say you. I, I don't think it's like a superhero, no. But I think that what you do is you just do it thanklessly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just go and do it. Yeah, like it's your job, which it is. So never in this because sometimes my thing would be if I saw her again with the bin, going, oh, "Been all right? Everything all right now?" No, but I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think. Never mentioned mention it again. again. Okay. I don't think you should. I think you should just clear it away. Yeah. I think you should be as quiet as you possibly can. Yeah. Get that packed up. Yeah. Get it down the dump, and then you know, sort of, not make a big deal about it. Would be my. Okay, I'm on it. That's what I think you should do. Um, and then um, on New Year's Eve, I went out. Went out for my hip hop save my New Year's Eve. Oh mate, I saw the party. That's incredible. Yeah. Can I just say thank you to everyone that came? It was good. It was very good fun. Although. It's another example of me thinking what I was doing was a lot cooler than it actually was. So, so two examples. Uh, example number one is Martin Too Smooth. Uh, basically, shouted to the crowd. He is, by the way, one of the coolest people I've ever. Uh, he, he is. He might be the coolest. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But also so sweet and lovely. But genuinely, I know. Just so fucking like I've met a lot of what I deem people. I look at and go. How you? Uh, how, how does someone get so cool? Uh, how is it it's so easy? Have you ever thought that about me? No, I'm going to be honest. Mm. In the same way, I doubt you've ever thought that about me. So I think I think you're in your own way. You're cool. That's that's yeah. In your own way, you're cool. That's like fucking. That's yeah. something that someone all through my school went. In your own way, you're very clever, Tom. But you failed all of the exams. It's like that's. that's you you are cool. Though. You know, you, d- you dress cool. Yeah, but I'm not yeah, like you know, Martin Too Smooth is like fucking like those like those people who just is effortlessly fucking cool. Yeah, that's true. Who just that's like true. you know almost walks between the raindrops. Cool. Yeah, the front has that. The front is naturally very fucking chill. Like yeah. fucking you yeah. like how how is that how how do you make it look so fucking manageable I and know, effortless? I, know. I, really like, like, I adore people. you and you adore me, but you can tell when me and you are trying to be cool. Because do you know what the interesting word in there is? Trying to be cool. Yeah, well, it's not. I would say it's not interesting, but yeah, I get. I got the point. You didn't. You didn't to make it like that was some subtle nuance that you wouldn't have got on first listen. That was the whole point of the fucking <laughs> sentence.
Anyway, uh, at one point during the night, Martin uh, said, who wants to see Ramesh do The Running Man? Wow. And then he pulled back the tune and I started doing The Running Man. And in my and, and Martin goes, give it up for Ramesh. How sick was that? And at the time, I thought it was sick. And then somebody tagged me in an Instagram story and I realised it might have been Oh, mate, why didn't you repost it? For those exact reasons that I've just described, there's no way. There's... The other thing that we did was we did the Apache dance. Do you know the? Do you know the one from the Fresh Prince? It's dun dun oh, yeah, yeah. dun dun yeah. dun dun. Yeah. Did, did Martin that do that with you? Mar me, Martin, and Sav did it. Yeah. Uh, we all did it as a. I say choreographed. It's two moves, but yeah. we did it at the same time. And Mar yeah. Um, and it's, that it's again, I thought looked quite cool. And then I saw it, and I, I was just. <sighs> God, it was so tragic. I just, it's just another example of like that. You know, you talk about Defrond and Martin being cool. It's one of those things where for a moment I thought I might have looked cool. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then I actually saw this footage back and it was, it was, it was far yeah, from yeah. it. But yeah, like, thank like, you to everyone who came. Every time I've played sport, every time I've, and I think, oh, that look, you know, like for example, like hitting a golf shot, I think, I oh, fucking know, that look amazing. Yeah, and I look at it back, and I just genuinely look like somebody who's never held an object, let alone ever seen a ball before. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's a sad. It's a sad. But then we probably wouldn't be comedians if we were. Cool, no, 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 no. We certainly wouldn't. Right. Would you like to do some emails? Let's do it, Bob. Let's do it. Do you know what, Tom? I, I, I've just been thinking. I, I, I've been quite relaxed on these last few podcasts, and I think it might be because I'm lying in bed. Yeah, I think, like, yeah. You've Do you got think it, I should think about changing it up a bit? Maybe it's like getting back in that studio you've had built. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should do that. I'll do that next time. Get in that sweet, sweet studio. Lay down a track. Um, okay. Thanks once again to The Swan for the uh, email selection. Shout out to The Swan. Uh, this is from The Elk, and it says, Am I doing me or just missing out? Hello, the wolf, the cat, and the cub, and the owl, the swan, and your three chicks. I've got a pretty unique name, so I won't give it to be safe. I should call myself The Elk. First off, I love the pod. I've been listening since my boyfriend put me onto it when I moved out of home to London this summer, and I'm working my way through the episodes at a steaming rate. I listen when I'm at home on my own. About three to four eps per day at the moment. Oh, my God. Mm. At the moment, which leads me to the subject of this email. Sorry that it's quite long. I'm 19 uh, and I'm a uni student in my first year, except for personal reasons. I'm living in a flat, not in halls. I've always been very sensible and all my decision making is rooted in risk avoidance. I like going to bed at a sensible time. I hardly drink and I'm not a huge fan of loud spaces. I also get quite worried about my safety when I'm out late. The thing is, I'm actually a massive extrovert. I'm happy to rock up to social events on my own. I love chatting to people and having a laugh. I reckon I'm good fun, and I like to think there isn't any ice I can't break. I really love people. I'm just not a nightlife person. I've realised that I spend more time at home hanging with you sweet souls in the headphones than any other people. Oh, no. I feel so much pressure to be enjoying a traditional uni life and party. I feel like I'm wasting this phase of life, but I just don't like being tired, hungover, or in places I don't feel safe. But living alone, my days get quite lonely. Am I missing out or is there something to be said for getting those juicy eight hours of beauty sleep and focusing on my subject, which I love? I'm not sure if I'm really doing me or depriving myself of social contact. Am I right to follow my gut or do I just need to get out of my shell or is there a world there for fun-loving people that's not nightlife? It would be such a pleasure to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for reading my email, The Elk. P.S. My boyfriend, Oscar, asked me to tell Tom he's a huge fan of Murder is Successful. Also, she recently re-watched Paddington 2 just to see The Lovely Wolf. 
And to the Al, I've loved his stand-up and panel show appearances for years. You're both legends. That feels like an afterthought. But regardless, uh, Tom, what do you think? So, the Elk, um, I would say uh, there's quite a few similarities in a sense with how I, I, I felt a lot of these things when I was your age. and like I, I've always felt like in a social situation, I, I very much, yeah, I'd say I'm an extrovert. I, I like to get out, I like to chat to people. I, I, I find that sort of side of me quite... Um, like I, I enjoy that. I enjoy being social. I enjoy chats. Yeah. But I also understand the, the side of it, of the anxiety of going out sometimes in an evening, not feeling safe, as silly as that might sound, and, and constantly having been told that, you know, as a, what essentially is a giant, that, that people don't understand it. But uh, I was obviously, I was quite picked on uh, when I was younger. I was always sort of like seen as a bit of a target. Like I had a target in my back. So uh, I, I do understand that. I would say that I think a lot of this falls into that sort of FOMO, that's the expectation of what people... Th- and I think that, that doesn't change over time. I think it's exactly what I'm talking about with New Year. Me and Catherine are actually quite happy. We're sort of sitting, we'd had a curry, you know, put great, we'd had a lovely evening with Grace. We're then sitting down with, and you just sit, sat with the TV and we're actually having a bit of a laugh together. And then you, both, you go on social media and people are out doing things and people are you know, bars or clubs or restaurants, and then you think, oh, shit, should we be doing more? Like, and sort of almost the sort of side of things that where you actually and yourself felt quite happy and quite content almost fades away. And, and I think because over Christmas, you know, Catherine was ill, I've been ill, you then feel like, oh, have we done enough of it? But actually, when you break it down, we'd had a really nice time. So illness, we'd actually had a laugh. It had been incredible with Grace. It was sort of like, you know, spending that time together as a family was... I, I, we cherished it but then you're like oh should we have done more and, and should we be out doing this or should we be out doing that should we you know be seeing more people or should we get be getting drunk or and I think all those things I don't think it ever goes away with time I think you're constantly I think that's just the modern world in a sense I think older generations you didn't have there was an almost like sort of like an invasion into your, your home in your sort of space your personal space of what other people are doing. If you were at home, you were at home and you were sort of closed off and you could chill and you weren't think you weren't, there wasn't this sort of window into the outside world via your phone. And so for some reasons, that's amazing. That's, you know, your sort of social circle, it's easy to keep in touch with, but other times it is easy just to fall into a trap of thinking, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. I should, at the moment, you, you fall into a whole thing of everyone's on the tip of going, oh, it's January, do, do, do this, do that. And I do think, there's a part of you that on the 1st of January you should look at your life maybe and go, oh, could I make some changes? But I think you could do that all year round. I think certainly for myself and my own mental health, and I didn't make massive changes on the 1st of January. I made them slowly through the last five or six years. And I just think when it comes to sort of looking at looking at yourself in, in that way, it's like you don't have to conform to be anyone that you don't feel that you, you want to be. You should be yourself always. Stay true to that. And if you don't feel comfortable going out, don't go out. There are, there are millions of other things you can do, sports you can play, uh, <clears throat> clubs you can go to. If, if it is a fact of like, you know, have afternoon drinks, bottomless brunch, you know, and, and do that in a safe space where you feel like, you know, you can go home by five or six o'clock. Like, I understand that, but I think the biggest thing of, of all is like, when it comes to you as a human being and the person you are, and I've spent a lot of my life trying to sort of break myself to sort of work it, try and be someone at times I'm not. And it took a lot of work on myself to realise that actually saying no 
and staying true to your own integrity is a really important thing. So I think if you've got a hold of that at 19, that's pretty impressive. So stay you, stay true, and do you. Very nice advice, Tom. Very good. Well, thank uh, you. Do you, the elk. Uh, well, listen, uh, I sort of agree with what Tom said. No surprises there. I feel like... Um, what Tom's saying is right. When you go to uni, there's a pressure to just get hammered all the time. You're going out till late nights and stuff like that. And um, I, I think like, I, I think it's about finding what you enjoy doing. Now, the, the thing is, is you're not going out in the eve, like doing the nightlife thing, which I totally understand. It's not for everybody. But at the same time, you're feeling like you're missing out. So I think there is a possibility that there's a middle ground um, of maybe like going out to nice places to eat with your friends or going and doing something else or finding some common interest that doesn't involve like just staying out and getting hammered or going to loud places or whatever. And I think that, yeah, like as Tom said, there's loads of different things you can do it, you could be doing. I don't think you should be feeling any pressure to fit into what is the perceived idea of what is uni about. You know, you've got to make that experience your own and forcing yourself to go and do some stuff because that's what everybody's supposed to do is not the way. I, d I just don't think you need to do that. And I, I feel like you want to have the experience that you want to have. And, and that means finding what you enjoy, whether that be, you know, what we talked about, going to a sports club or dinners or whatever it is, you know, some sort of other social, you can do that. Having said that, there is a possibility that you going out, you're fearing it more than the reality of it. Like what I mean by that is it might be better than you think it is. So I think there's probably a world in which you 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 try it and see if you like it, see if you enjoy it. And and if you do, great. You could do that more regularly. But if you don't, you sack it off and you do something else that you really want to do. But the main thing I would say to you is um, don't feel bad about it. Everybody has their own experiences. And I feel like, you know, Tom and I were talking about it earlier on the podcast this pressure to be drinking or to be going out or to be getting having it large or whatever is such a ridiculous notion. That's not how everybody enjoys going out and you shouldn't feel compelled to do that. In fact, you know, I've been talking about this New Year's Eve thing. One of the things that I became sort of aware of is that not everybody wants to go to a club on New Year's Eve. And I've actually been thinking about next year, make it an earlier event and doing more of a, like, still a hip-hop theme thing, but a bit more of an immersive, immersive thing, like maybe a bit of hip-hop karaoke, maybe a bit of, like, you know, a bit of nice dinner with nice music playing, a bit more of a different type of vibe because not everybody's into, like, just getting on it and staying up till four or five o'clock in the morning. So don't feel any pressure for that to be your life. You're not missing out. You're enjoying uni in the way that you want to enjoy it. And there's probably a world in which you can do both. You can have your social side of things, but also be in a position where you're up and ready for lectures and not feeling too rough. So, um, look, good luck with that, Elk. But do not feel self-conscious about your life choices at all. And, you know, to reiterate what Tom said, uh, do you. Lovely stuff, Ron. Actually, I, I like the sound of the hip-hop though as well. So that's nice. Yeah, I think it could be good. Oh, it would be nice, yeah, yeah. More like a banqueted hall with like Harry Potter's sort of with the food. It's actually, I mean, it's not that far away from what I was thinking, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd yeah, be like, probably wouldn't uh, what's his name? Um, not Gandalf. Who's the head Dumbledore. Yeah, Dumbledore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you'd be like the Dumbledore of hip-hop. Oh, that'd be fucking sick if you came out in like a Dumbledore cape and then you sort of ripped it off and underneath you've got like a cool hip-hop hip outfit. Yeah. And then you'd learn one of those dances that you did badly this year, but you did it fucking sick. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad I mean I'm definitely not gonna do any of that, but yeah, it's not a bad idea. Uh okay, this is from the bookworm. Do you know what? Can we just do as an experiment? Next next podcast, yeah, 
I'm going to do it in the studio, yeah. sat up. Yeah. I reckon it's going to make a difference to my performance. Do you think you feel like, are your legs crossed or are they like straight out? Crossed. They're straight yeah. out, but also crossed. Yeah, I know, yeah, I can feel that in you. I've got no socks on either. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think it's the socks. So just, just over the top of my laptop screen, I'm sort of seeing my little tootsies. Yeah, I think there's a part of you, yeah, you're still very lethargic. I think you're just, I think you'd be brilliant and your usual sort of rampious self, but rampious is the word I was looking for. Hmm. Uh, it certainly was raucous, because I don't think you, I've yeah. ever known you to be raucous. No, um, I don't think I've ever been raucous, no. Um, but, yeah. You sort of have got almost like a sort of quite seductive sort of way about you at the moment. Mm. Okay. Um, well, I'll file that in a box marked things I regret bringing up. Uh, hello to the owl, swan and wolf. I decided to arrange my greeting in alphabetical order, given the theme of the question I'll eventually get to. And happy holidays. I hope the first annual Davis Ranganathan excursion to Bleep was wonderful. It was. Uh, I've just finished reading a highly speculative article suggesting that the Wonkrun credit scene with Mrs. Scrubbit and Mr. Bleacher is actually a teaser for the upcoming adaptation of another Roald Dahl book, The Twits. I loved the twits as a kid and would be delighted if Tom were to lend his voice to the project. My question is, can you confirm or deny the claim? Uh, just kidding. If it's true and Tom is involved, I'm sure it's not something that can be talked about. And if it's not true, I'd rather just be disappointed. Got to have a little unverifiable and rather unlikely thing to look forward to in life. So that's the fake question. My real question so is... Is that, oh, is that know, a real thing? Okay, so this suggests you don't know about it. I, I Listen, as I'm reading it, it makes perfect sense. But there's an article suggesting that you and Olivia Coleman's characters are going to be the twits. Have you heard that? No, no, no. no. I mean, it, would, yeah. it makes sense though, doesn't I mean, it? It would be literally, it's my favourite Roald Dahl book. Is it really? Like, what, makes it, what makes it your favourite? I love this, the, the idea of that as a couple, the fact they're just fucking each other, each other over the whole time. I actually think it's a really, really yeah. fun look at a, a relationship. It's very short. It's not like, mm. I think it's probably one of his shortest books, but as an actual, one of his... Look, I, I love Roald Dahl. I think he's fucking incredible. And he's written some absolute bangers about a boy. Very much enjoyed. Not about a boy. Yeah. Boy, it was called. Uh, oh, girls. Uh, about a boy, actually. I've watched over Christmas. We watched over Hugh. Yeah, good film, right? Yeah, great film. Me and Joy Hugh, I've got to say, he's mm. he's got the career, hasn't he? Mate, he's smashing it, right? Yeah. I particularly enjoy him in interviews, I've got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but anyhow... Uh, yeah, mate, it would be fucking amazing. So, yeah, but I've, I've never heard that. I'd, yeah. No. It would no. be a I mean, I think you've misunderstood the questions. Could you please pitch yourself in the twits, which is what you have done? But I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah it'd be great. Amazing. So. Yeah. Uh, my real question is this. Do either of you have favourite books you'd like to see a film or series adaptation of? Or would you have any dream casting directing choice for the project? I always laugh at the Tom and Rom reboot chat, so I'm interested to hear what you come up with. Happy New Year. Thank you both for sharing a bit of your lovely friendship with us listeners. I do... I'm grateful to the Swan for um, uh, selecting the emails. I do sometimes feel like she selects emails that put a little bit of improv pressure on us. Uh, but regardless, Tom, are there any favourite books you'd like to see a film or series adaptation of? You know, uh, what, with us in it, or just... No, it doesn't have to be us in it, but... There's a book called Anything for Billy, which is about Billy the Kid, which I think was written by Larry McMurray, who wrote, like... Uh, he's like an amazing Western writer, but it's an incredible look at that time in the West with Billy the Kid, and there's some amazing characters. It's, I'm pretty sure I haven't read it for years, but I remember reading it. There's two books, I think that. And um, as a project for myself, do you know what I'd be obsessed with doing? Is uh, Andre the Giant. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd like to get to a place in my life where I could play Andre the Giant. Mm. Yeah. I'd like to get to a place in my life where I could play anything, really. Um, apart from a version of myself. Well, I've, I've openly said that I want to do a film with you. That's literally one of my biggest ambitions of life. Genuinely. That's my, one of my biggest ambitions. Like, as an ambition to have. I would like, by the end of 20... This is my resolution. I think we should have this together. We should have a film project together that we actually work on. We've, we've floated a lot of big ideas on here. Look, I do think the yeah. rapping one's a really cool one. But I think that's the second nope. movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think. I think it's an eighth movie when we run out of ideas and we're just desperately trying to keep this going. But I think it'd be cool to fucking do that this year. Well, let's make it our thing. Yeah, let's uh, aim towards suggestions that. welcome. Yeah, anyone? Any suggestions? Oh, man, that'd be a fucking think tank that we can all get together with all the fucking the animal. No, pack. no, I think just I'm happy just to get emails. Emails. So anybody DMs. got any film ideas? Yeah. Can you send not DMs? Can you send in fi- any film ideas? Oh, yeah, it would be fucking cool actually. If you, uh, people make trailers that they can make at home and like, play us as the characters, and then sort of that's a that play. is actually that is actually a good idea. If you voice note us your trailer for your film, we'll play it on the podcast. That'd be cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. The 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 book that I really enjoyed, which a lot of people like this book, so it's not really, and it's been done as a stage thing, and it's already been done as a film, is the book The Life of Pi. Oh, by Jan yeah, Martel. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that book? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to do a comedy version of that where I play the small Indian boy and you play the tiger. Oh, wow. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah? Yeah. Just them two in a boat, sort yeah. of odd couple. Yeah. One's kind of a rambunctious tiger. I feel like you'd have a tigger energy about you. Yeah, no, that's right. I'm, sort of, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just playing this little boy that's kind of slightly depressed about being in the boat and you're trying to keep my spirits up. Would you do it as an animation or would you do it as a... I think animation would be easier. But no, I think it's tricky. In fact, even if it wasn't animation, be, I think it's a trickier ask for me to play a 12-year-old Indian boy than it is for you to play the tiger, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could easily get a tiger. If you wanted me to get a tiger costume, I could do that in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's us actually going out onto Tilgate Lake in a boat and filming it with, with you in a tiger costume. That that isn't our own. You'd have to shave your beard off for definite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that again, really. If I yeah, don't have to. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to remake the film for your dreams. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Probably grow um, your hair a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm thinking about growing it out a bit longer anyway. Actually. Oh yeah. What do you think? Shoulder length. Yeah. What do you reckon? I I would be disappointed if we went through the rest of our lives and you'd never had a man butt. Me too. Right, it's yeah. like, in fact, that might be my ambition for the next year. Yeah. That probably take longer than a year. Probably take two years. I imagine. Do you get two Something years like to grow my bun? To grow it long enough to tie it up. Yeah, probably. Like a bob. Yeah, a shoulder, a shoulder length bob. Yeah, it could look cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, look out for it. Uh, anyway, listen. Thank you so much, Bookworm. You could get hair email. extensions. Just try it out for a week or two. You can always see hair extensions, though, can't you? <laughs> no, if not, if you get good ones, if you go to like a nice, really good like hairdresser. Mm. maybe you know shout Jonathan Jonathan Andrews will be able to sort you out there Jonathan Andrews get in touch hairdresser to the stars yeah can you put extensions in my hair I will happily fucking float the money on this one like for you to have hair extensions for like a month or something yeah okay yeah Yeah, just to see how it goes yeah well why don't you get some plugs put in I'll get some extensions plugs are forever hair extensions is like I'll I'll get a wig for like two weeks okay fine I'll get (laughs) If you get if you get, I'll get a wig. I'll get a good decent. I'll go to a decent okay. wig. Okay, so you get a decent wig. I tell you what. Why don't we do this? I don't know if I want to get extensions though. This is like, we do something. Maybe one no, of the no, podcasts. No, no, no. I think you've got to get, get extensions. Look, I'll get. Wait, it's worse for me than you. 
How is it worse for you? You can take the wig off Im immediately. I've got extensions in. <laughs> yeah, but it looks so cute. <laughs> I think we should try uh, and do that. If there's anyone out there, okay, like a wig wigographer, I guess you call it, and like, you know. Yeah. And Jonathan and Andrews would definitely be able to sort out the extensions. I've no yeah. doubt. I'd quite like extensions that I could just pull out immediately. <laughs> no, you've got to get the ones that go down to your shit, like shoulder length at least. Yeah, okay. And uh, not a mallet, it's like a bob, right? Yeah. Not, no, not a razor bob. Are you joking? <laughs> They're looking... They're like Johnny Depp in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> that look cute, that boy. That look cute. Anyway, thank you for your email, the bookworm. Uh, we managed to squeeze some decent content out of that. Okay, Tom. Yeah. My question for you for 2024, you still up for taking us out? Yeah, let's do it, baby. Yeah, okay. resolutions, new starts, new beginnings, new yous. Truth of the matter is the old you wasn't so bad anyhow. Maybe there's just some small adjustments to make. Maybe there's some tinker tankering to be done under the bonnet. But the truth of the matter is this. A lot of time a new year starts and we start to reflect on the negatives. We start to look in the mirror and pick apart ourselves. I'm more culpable of that than anyone, as is my learned friend sitting opposite me through a screen on Zoom. But one thing I really want to do this year is start to grow gain and start to grow the positive things inside of me. The things that aren't actually that bad. Start to build and flourish those while I'm constantly kicking myself about the lows that I feel. That's easier said than done because your mental health is always going to take a knock and you're always going to have to water the plants that sometimes need the watering most. But let the sun shine on your bigger points, the pluses. The things that people say about you that sometimes you dismiss and you push away. Let those moments be the moments that you savour, rather than looking down and feeling grey and feeling low. See, life is short, and sometimes in the short space of time we have here, we focus a little too much on the wrongs rather than the rights. So do the right thing and be the best you, and go get 24, baby. Go get 24, baby. Uh, I'm going to pick to play us out another song from my Winter Warmer playlist. It's a song called Two Sides by Vic, and it's a couple breaking up, and they do both the, the male and the female side of it. It's really nice. It's really nice. We've I mean, like little... the clip, you won't hear both sides. Yeah, we've got a little thug trying to get in the room now. Yeah, what's going on? Grace is trying Grace? to smash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, guys, I think it's fair to say if you thought the podcast was stepping up this year, you were mistaken. It's a step very back. much, Very much in the same vein as it's always been. Uh, next, next week, who knows what might happen? Will we have long hair? Will I be stood up? You'll have to wait and see on the next thrilling installment of The Wolf and Owl. See you then. Do it. I just feel like you never respect me When has ignorance ever been sexy? Said it's all about talking our feelings But if you would listen, I'll tell you what vexed me I don't feel like you know me for real like Only dating the size of my legs be When I talk to my girls, they be saying That we're meant to be closer, we're meant to be besties They know me, you don't They try, but you won't You've been giving a lot of your time to the boys But you hate when I say you forgot me If I asked you the day that we met Would you know when we met without using a proxy? When you told me you rated the sass But the second I felt you were hating the moxie If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.